You better ask a lawyer. You better ask a lawyer. You better ask a lawyer. You better ask, you better a, ask, better a, ask a lawyer. You better ask a lawyer. Powered by Roxo Richards Law Firm. This is the Ask a Lawyer Podcast, Episode 8, What Not to Do Before Bankruptcy. So we are here at Roxorch's Law Firm. We have another new attorney for you today. This is Casey. Actually, Casey just got married. What is your last name, Casey? Smith. This is Mrs. Casey Smith, and she is one of our bankruptcy attorneys here at Roxorch's Law Firm. So she'll be giving us a little information. Um, I know a lot of people have been calling in about bankruptcy and uh, whether that's the right or wrong choice for them. And so today we're going to talk about some things not to do before bankruptcy. And we're going to talk about that because we've been seeing a couple of these things happen and we want to make sure that you have the best possible chance for a very smooth and efficient bankruptcy. So we're just going to start a little bit with that. Um, you got it. Would you like to talk about anything specifically pops off the top of your head about what not to do before you have a bankruptcy? Well, my one of the common mistakes I see individuals make when they come into our office looking to file a bankruptcy is that they haven't um, given us all of the all of their information in regards to their assets um, that they may have. A lot of people like to keep it very general, but when dealing with a bankruptcy matter, you really have to go into very great detail about every single thing um, that it is that you own. And uh, this is really for purposes of dealing with the trustee's office because any potential creditors you have out there, they want to be able to know what exactly it is that you have in order to be able to pay off your debts um, going forward. So it's very important and critical that individuals provide um, a lot of detail on every, you know, everything they have, anything they potentially may have forgotten about. So you have to really get very personal with your attorneys and let us know what it is that you have um, so that we can move forward with your case and not have an automatic um, dismissal. Okay, nobody wants an automatic dismissal because that would that would be not cool. Um, what about, I know that we recently had a client that um, decided he wasn't going to file any income tax. So what about that? Is that something that might set us off? Or I mean, we don't even, I don't know how that went. Can you tell us how that went? <laughs> well, of course we can't uh, give out too much information, but um, just generally speaking, you know, even if you haven't filed taxes in the past, you can still file your returns later and end up being okay in your bankruptcy matter. Um, the main thing is that you, uh, <laughs> you have to file your returns uh, because failing to file tax returns, again, is another thing that will get you an automatic dismissal without them even looking at anything else that you filed um, because without filing those returns, they're not gonna be able to see exactly what income you have, what, you know, expenses you have. Um, so they really need that information to be able to assess uh, all of your assets as well as whether you uh, may owe the government money and have some additional, you know, and the IRS may actually be an additional creditor that you would actually owe money to. Interesting enough. Now, what if I want to, um, I know, I already know I'm going to file bankruptcy. I'm already, you know, doing poorly, and I'm just going to go and max out all my credit cards and just run up a bunch of debt, because I know I'm going to bankruptcy anyway, and I'm not going to have to pay it off. Will that work? Can I do that? Um, well, of course you could do it, um, but you should not do it, uh, mainly because if you start racking up new debt, then your creditors are going to say things like, well, you brought on this new debt, and obviously you didn't have any intention to ever pay it because you already knew that you were in a bad position financially and that you were getting ready to file for bankruptcy. So it really just shows ill will and intention on your part 
it is another one of those things that could potentially lead to automatic dismissal or um, having those creditors uh, essentially um, ask that, that, that their debts be paid off um, initially and not be discharged in your bankruptcy. Um, and they're kind of looking at things that you may do with your credit within like a 70 to 90 day period prior to your filing for bankruptcy. And one thing I think we forgot to mention earlier is that, you know, there are different types of bankruptcies. So, um, you know, in a chapter seven is when we're talking about actually discharging your debt. So doing something like racking up new debt could greatly affect a discharge um, and they may require that you um, actually convert your bankruptcy to a chapter 13 where that is a matter of refinancing your debts as opposed to discharging them. Okay, what if I know I'm gonna do bankruptcy and I decide I'm gonna move all my stuff and put it in my mom's name or put it in my husband's name? Um, could they go after them or because there's something to do on that part? Um, I wouldn't say necessarily that they would go after your family members, but again, it's a matter of um, having that kind of ill will and intent of, you know, if you start randomly moving assets right before you file for bankruptcy, that looks, you know, it just raises a lot of uh, red flags. And of course, there may be instances where you may have had to sell some property in order to pay off um, some of your debts on your own without filing for bankruptcy. In an instance like that, you know, that's not necessarily a bad reflection on you. But if you do start <laughs> kind of moving assets around, changing stuff to other people's names, you know, all of these are things that can automatically get you uh, dismissed um, without a second look. Okay, that's understandable. What if I already know I'm going to get, like, a big inheritance or a trust is about to come into um, the timing and I'm going to be able to have access to it, but I really need to file this bankruptcy, like, right now, but I'm going to have some money coming up later. Can they use that money? Is that going to bother things in the future? What should I do in that? Well, in that situation, you should really consider whether you absolutely have to file the bankruptcy right now. Because if you know for sure that you're gonna have this large amount of money coming in, then it may be a better option for you to try and speak with your creditors directly and see what kind of you know payment plan you could possibly work out with ha without having to go through the bankruptcy um, procedure. Um, and additionally, um, you also want to keep in mind though if you do decide to go ahead and file the bankruptcy that you do have a duty to not hide any assets. So it kind of goes back to the first point we talked about with being um, being truthful and providing full disclosure to the trustee's office. So if you do decide to go ahead and file, even uh, knowing that you're gonna get this large sum of money, you would absolutely have to disclose that um, to the trustee's office. And then yes, of course, those finances would be placed you know, within the bankruptcy proceeding and your creditors could ask to be paid on uh, those amounts as well. Okay. Now, what if I didn't listen to any of this and I've already did all of this? Is there anything that you can do or what options do I have in that instance? Well, in that instance, it kind of goes back to what I mentioned before about there being different types of bankruptcies that you can file. There's actually three types. There's a Chapter 7, a Chapter 13, and Chapter 11. Um, for purposes of this episode, we've really only talked about 7 and 13 because that deals with individuals. 
whereas the chapter 11 deals with um, businesses uh, looking to file for bankruptcy. But if you've already done some of these things, um, the first thing you may want to do, or what you should do, is consider which type of bankruptcy you're actually looking to file for. Because as I previously mentioned, under a chapter seven, it will allow you to actually discharge um, your discharge your debts, whereas a chapter 13 is just a refinancing of your debts. So if you've done some of these things already, you may wanna consider um, converting your chapter seven to a chapter 13, just to show that you do have intent and that you're trying to pay off your creditors um, because in such an instance, it may be something that the courts will do for you. So if you've already done some of these things and you decide to still file a chapter seven, then they may automatically convert your case to a 13. This has all been really, really great information. Um, if someone is out there that is looking to file bankruptcy or looking for guidance in whether or not they should file bankruptcy and they want to find you, where can they find you, Mrs. Smith? Um, well, they can find me on Roxel Richards' uh, law firm website. Um, all of my information is posted there. I can be reached via telephone or email. And that is Roxel Richards. R-O-X-E-L-L-R-I-C-H-A-R-D-S dot com. This has been episode eight, What to Do Before Bankruptcy, on Ask a Lawyer Podcast. You better ask a lawyer. Powered by Roxo Richards Law Firm. 303-529-1000.